Welcome to another gathering of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. Have a seat by the fire as we prepare to help you unlock the secrets of the travel life. From theme park thrills to Purple Mountain's majesty, we want to see it all and do it all, and we want to help you do the same. We all have those bucket list trips, once-in-a-lifetime destinations that we'll get to someday. We're here to help you make your travel dreams a reality. Buy the ticket, take the trip. Where do you want to go? Come on, come on, come on, now tell me what's on your bucket list. Okay, hey, okay, hey, it's a beautiful day. Okay, hey, okay, hey, it's a beautiful day. Hiya, pals! We finally cracked the code and have all the info you need to plan your Walt Disney World vacation once they reopen next month. But first, stupid plane seats, Tomorrowland's outhouse of the future, and Iowa is invaded by a band of friendly hobos. Pack your bindle stick and bring some taters for the mulligan stew. It's time to hit the trail with the Gold Key Adventurers Society! We've been trekking along the Amazon for several days without incident, but we finally run into trouble. Night is approaching when the predators come out to hunt. The village we're trying to reach is on the other side of piranha-infested waters, and we're stuck without a boat. We're going to have to figure out how to get across safely and quick. Unfortunately, we also have a bunch of travel news to talk about, so we better get to it. But first, I was wondering, um, in my house we've been watching a lot of uh, old seasons of Survivor lately. Ooh, And one of the classic immunity... I've learned to love Survivor also. The immunity idol. We're just finishing up the first uh, all-star season. And it's, uh, mm, it's intense. Yeah. With the Rupert. Uh, but anyway, anyway, one of the classic immunity challenges is always eating weird crap. Ugh. Uh, mm. So I was wondering, what's the strangest or most extreme thing that you would be willing to eat to guarantee that you get three more days on the island? None of it. Flows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will eat pretty much anything, but I I can't do like I don't have much of a nothing grosses me out food wise or what taste wise, but uh, little sticky creature legs can't be moving around in my mouth. But what about that that giant <laughs> like that that weird that, egg thing, that, the antique oh, the, egg? The I would balloon. eat that. Oh yeah, that. But what about the balut? That's like the, uh, the there's a duck dead. fetus petrified in the duck egg. fetus in an egg yeah. thing. No, sure. Nope. Or as long that, as it's not a live thing that could crawl around in my belly, I have an irrational that fear of yeah, that larva thing they make them eat. That's like, oh, oh. just thinking <laughs> about that. Gross. No, I mean, I'll eat a dead hobo. I don't care. No, none of it. I would be voted out immediately. There was a season where they they made them drink the blood of a cow. They yeah, like, mixed with milk. She mixed with yeah. milk. I would try it. Nope. I'm no. going to do it. Mm-mm. Jess, Jess had the right idea, though. Did you say you would or wouldn't eat flows to stay on the island? I mean, you asked what <laughs> oh. the weirdest, most yeah. gross yeah. thing would be, and yeah. the first thing that came to mind is flows. No, that's not worth a million dollars. I'm out at that. That gross fried chicken on flows. I'll eat a balut, but I'm not going to eat that. Well, what's eat the, a cricket. But what's <laughs> the prize on Survivor? I, I never watched the show. It's a million dollars. Okay, yeah, I'd eat at flows for a million dollars. But that's it. But you, you're not guaranteed. It's just a chance. Well, I have faith in myself. I would eat it flows. I just wouldn't pay to eat it flows. <laughs> well, how about if it's one of the later seasons where you don't do the eating, they make your family member do the eating for you. Oh, yeah. Oh, then anything's, anything's 100%. a go. 100%. Wyatt can't even eat a vegetable. He's not good. <laughs> All right. My, my kids can't either. 
He's cheese and vegetables. He'll eat weird sushi, though. He'll eat, like, sushi with legs hanging out of it, but it won't eat broccoli. Hmm. No, thanks. That's respect. I have respect for that. (laughs) Yeah. Although I do love broccoli. Yeah, who doesn't like to eat trees like a dinosaur? Mm. Exactly. <laughs> Dino trees. <laughs> yeah, well, let's get to the news. <laughs> Our show this week is brought to you by Key to the World Travel. Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency specializing in theme parks, cruising, and destinations around the world. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com for more details and a no-obligation quote on the vacation of a lifetime. Uh... Well, there's a lot of theme park news. What's 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 good, Jess? <laughs> so yeah, much. A lot of theme park news. Um, so let's see. We'll we'll start with the the sort of the minor stuff. Uh, we've got details now on the NBA uh, coming to Walt Disney World for the sports ball of the Booyah. season. Stupid uh, so, sports ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's affecting things. So yes. you can't. And you can't go watch the games. So even if you're a sports ball fan, I don't think this is. They can broadcast them on Disney owned ESPN. Yes. And ABC Network. So they're they're targeting to begin July 31st. uh, Their games at the wide world of sports complex. Um, It's going to include 22 of the 30 NBA teams. And they're going to be playing an abbreviated version of their regular season. Um, while they're staying there, they're going to be housed uh, at Grand Destino Tower, Grand Floridian, and the Yacht Club Resort. Um, that's going to hold the, the players, their staff, I'm assuming family members as well. Um, they're going to have access to, obviously, a, a nice long list of amenities because they're heavily paid basketball special. players that mm-hmm. want their special things. So they, they'll have things like their own lounge, a players only lounge, um, movie screenings, which we've heard rumors could include movies that aren't even out yet. Like black widow, like black widow. I'm bitter. Yeah, yes. I'm sure, you know, <laughs> that, yeah, yeah. I, I have lots of thoughts about that. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, and 24 hour VIP concierge service. Um, they'll also be go- undergoing daily COVID-19 screenings. Um, and if, uh, anybody, uh, tests as positive, they'll, uh, they've got procedures in place to quarantine them from the rest of the teams. So, yeah, um, they'll be enjoying those resorts mm, while. Uh, yes, they yeah. will. Major League Soccer, too. Us are not. Yeah. Yeah, Major League Soccer, I heard, was. Uh, well, Swan and Dolphin? Is that yeah, so Major League Soccer is going to be at the, at the Swalfin. They're. Swalfin. Um, I don't think they have as many games that they're going to be playing. It's not going to be as as in depth as the yeah NBA is going to be there all the way through with the end of October. October. Yeah, they've got like games set up and then a tournament. That's why they and, canceled Mickey. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I get it. Uh, financially, this is a, a huge boon for them because now they can broadcast the games. Yeah. On their so commercials that they own, they can yeah. And well, not just that; they're the they're the people that saved sports for America, right? I'm yeah. kind of surprised and, that they didn't try to get in on bringing baseball back too. Yeah, and they're yeah. selling. I, I mean, there's there's the NBA is paying them tens of millions of dollars for the use of the resorts, for the use of the wide world of sports. At least I mean, forty bucks. Yeah, at least. They and I have a feeling that, that but I have a feeling the NBA is certainly going to be talking up the Walt Disney World Resort for a good oh, time sure, to come. If sure. we don't see hidden Mickeys on the uniforms, I'm going to be no. really surprised. I think it'll even still be cheaper for the NBA, though, because they don't, or for the teams individually, because they don't have to travel all over the country all the time mm-hmm. with 300 plus staff and True. coaches. They just stay in one spot. And yeah. they're not allowed to go into the parks, so they are right. not well, going to be taking up park 
there is allegedly there has been word that they might possibly get some uh, after hours park access, but they will not be attending the parks with the normal crowds. So yeah, where do you think those extra magic hours are going to? Oh yeah, yeah. I bet you they're going to. I hadn't even thought of that. Extra Orlando magic hours me off. (laughs) I mean, it already really feels like us normal guests are not a priority right now. They're all of the things that are happening make it feel like they don't want us coming back. But the NBA millionaires will be having a great time at Walt Disney World all through the fall. And they get, I think, beyond a certain point if they win whatever round or something then the the ones that continue get to and have up to 17 rooms individually that they can mm-hmm. bring family and friends to join them 17 <laughs> yep. rooms per player that's going to add mm-hmm. up awfully quick yes. and this my friends is why there's only seven resorts so <laughs> Um, well, so some more bad news along with that. Um, we got word that Mickey's not so scary Halloween party will be canceled. Uh, will be for this not year. So happening. Yeah, all dates have been canceled, uh, mainly because of the parades, fireworks, uh, stage shows, things that are basically, I mean, big draws for the party. They're not going to be able to have uh, so, trick or treating. How were they going to do that? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The trick or treating line. The things that make work. trick or, uh, the party what it is can't be done. Yeah. I was fully expecting that, but yeah, it's still it still was like, ah, it one more a thing. Surprise, right? But it right. Was just That's just I almost bought tickets that... for this year too, and and it was right when the the whole shutdown happened. And I was like, you know what? I don't think that I'm going to do that right now. Maybe so. not. Glad I didn't. It's a no um, from me, dog. <laughs> there's a there's no definitive word yet on Mickey's very merry Christmas party, but Disney is monitoring uh, conditions to make a future decision on that. Um, I mean, things change weekly, daily at this point. So mm-hmm. there's really no need for them to to make a decision on that now. Um, they also announced that Disney's H2O Glow Nights will be canceled <laughs> and refunds is, for both events will be is processed. Is anybody bummed out about the H2O Glow Night? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, you heard like a, a very little. Is that the cosmic one. swimming thing at the water yeah. park? Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. Glow, glow sticks and pools, basically. You would right. think that that would be one thing that they would be able to keep open uh, yeah. since we discussed it's outside the chlorine, and chlorine, yeah. chlorine effect in the pools. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I think it's it comes down to the fact that they're not opening the water parks for some no. insane reason right now. Yeah. I mean, everything they can do to manage capacity, keep it as low as possible, I guess. I think yes. the opening water parks would spread out capacity. It would. That would, would encourage it. more people to show up. What's really strange is I was actually looking at the um, hours calendar earlier today, and that the water strange. parks have hours listed. Up through yeah, the they haven't months. made a Weird. final decision on the, on oh. the water park, so yeah. I, I think it could... It may may not... It's definitely not going to be right away when they open, oh, no. I don't think, but yeah. they may change their mind. Things seem um, to come and go from all those official publications. So oh, they do. If you watch that Know Before You Go site that they put up, that thing changes every 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, refunds for both uh, the H2O Glow Nights for the three people that bought those tickets and um, for <laughs> Mickey's Not So Scary. <laughs> those uh, refunds will be processed uh, in the coming weeks. So weeks being just sort of a vague yeah. <laughs> weeks is could be 52 weeks. Right. There's a lot of weeks in the future. <laughs> um, and finally we uh, have uh, Dong, D- Dong Newland, as I was about to say. 
Disneyland Hong Kong. Hmm. I can't even win for trying. Oh, um, imagine what Dongniland. Dong Dongniland. Actually, I think oh, Jess I think has talked about that a few times that's, in the past. That's already. in my bedroom. Um, <laughs> yeah, Dong down to the Neeland. Uh, South Dis- South Korea. Disneyland Hong Kong. Disneyland Hong Kong has officially reopened on June 18th. Um, reopened with their new and uh, so ugly castle. Have you guys seen it? Uh, yeah. It's, it's not completely finished yet. They're still working on it. It's t- set to debut. The Castle of Magical Dreams is set to debut later oh, this year. Um, but it is weird looking. It's weird. It looks like they took every possible type of castle in the world all the way through like the the uh, onion dome type Russian castle and the uh, French oh. fairy tale castle. They threw them all in a blender. <laughs> it's yeah, it's so weird. Looking. That's exactly what they did. They wanted to have like an element for every princess. Yes. So there's, there's, oh, a, like there's a, yeah, there's Jasmine's castle and there's Cinderella. And it's just, it's uh, the effect is so weird. And, it's and it's so huge looking. and just, it's, it's, they like, had, it's like Shanghai. They had just the just like same as Sleeping Beauty Castle. Yeah, Disneyland. it looked just like Disneyland California yeah. campus, which was a, it's a classic and it was cute. They could have made it. Well, and they kept that. That is still sort of the front. They literally just added on. Yeah, to it. yeah and they this, just like all put a hat this stuff on it. is growing up out of the back of it. It's oh, like you a know, McMansion I'm looking at it now. I think it's kind of cool looking. Oh, I think it's weird. Yeah. It's a lot. It uh, is a lot. There's a lot going on there. I think it'll be cool. It's kind of like when you see the houses that people buy after they win the lottery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one hundred percent. It's a McMansion that somebody hey. just couldn't stop adding on to, and they're like, "I don't care that it doesn't match." Just I wish I had on. an onion dome like from Red Square. Let's just <laughs> there's a on there. Why there's not? a house in my neighborhood that uh, all of the the houses here were built in around the mid fifties, so fifty five to about fifty eight. So they all kind of look the same. Brick ranchers, one level. I don't know if these people won the smallest lottery ever or what happened, but they <laughs> built on and it looks like Greek revival, but like oh, tacked on to the no. back of what was clearly a rancher. It is so dumb looking. I'll have to, I'll have to get a picture of that. Did they have a giant basically. fountain up front with a, not a fountain, but a... it's, it's just so plywood looking. It's like the, as Hong Kong did. <laughs> it's like if six flags was building a Greek themed building. <laughs> oh God. Yikes. We're going to need to see a picture of this. Yeah. That's all I got for today. That's all you got? I saw the weirdest article on a new design for airplane seats. Did you guys see this double-decker airplane seats? Yeah, Uh, yeah. I want to like it. But the more you think about it and the closer you look, there's some some issues. (laughs) There's some serious issues. I don't know how a tall person would handle this. You would lay down. You'd have to be laying down the entire flight. There's no leg room or headroom. No. For the bottom or top. And they've taken out all luggage storage space. Mm-hmm. So you got to check out the, the article if you, if you can Google it and maybe we can put it on our Facebook page. Because yeah, like it. it's basically that you could have a little ladder to climb up to the to the top. But there's a, you'd have a row just of the normal seats. And then uh, above you is a whole other level of people sitting in there. The guy says it was so that you could have a. Uh, inexpensive lie flat seats but mm-hmm. can you imagine the average uncoordinated moron you see boarding a plane right. <laughs> trying to climb a little ladder to get into their cubby up there 
They can't manage to get a bag into an overhead. No, the there's no way. And, and then you've got, it's like the foot well of the seat above you is in front then, of your face space. Yes. Kind of. And then when you have to go to the bathroom, you have to climb down around somebody. This is not yeah. going to fly. <laughs> the guy who came up with this said he, he found himself remembering a long distance bus journey that he'd made on a trip through Argentina where there were bunk beds on this bus. It makes me, it made me picture like the night bus from Harry Potter. Uh, (laughs) I'd be down with that. People sleeping in bunk beds. And he thought it was more luxurious than any airliner he'd been on. So he, he got out a napkin and he sketched this out and now he's trying to sell it. And I hope it doesn't happen. So have have any airlines picked this up or this is just a design? It's just a design that was presented at uh, an airline interiors expo in Hamburg, Germany. It's for Greyhound's new airline. It doesn't look like anyone has has gotten on board with this. I really like the fact that like... When you, when you get into really granular uh, expos like that, like they have a convention for, for just for, for the interior of airplanes. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like, <laughs> how many people attend this show? I do not know. Enough. A dozen of your closest friends. <laughs> and this year it was virtual. More than yes. the airplane peanut convention, you know. I've been to that. It's good. A guy in the monocle dancing around with his top hat. <laughs> They need bigger snacks, but that's my only complaint. I hope to never have to climb a tiny ladder and crawl into a airplane seat above a bunch of other people. Well, if they had like the little pods, like the uh, like those oh, Japanese, Japanese hotels, that, yeah. that'd be kind of oh, cool. Oh, that would be kind of cool. No, sure. But then, is there well, a seatbelt while you're laying down? There's so many questions. Yeah. Then I feel like I'm just climbing into a like pre-made coffin for the crash. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. That's <laughs> hey, they, yeah. It saves on funeral costs. Yeah. Well, maybe it could well, have a giant. Here I go. <laughs> just pull you out and put you in the ground. We assume he's dead. It's just slush coming out of this box. <laughs> Make the pods out of the black box material. Oh, it's fine. You know. well, I could have some sort of like built-in airbag system that inflates and, <laughs> and so yeah. I suffocate to death if I yeah. don't die in the crash. The impact hey. didn't kill me with the smoke inhalation and fire did. <laughs> Which way you want to go? It's a work in progress, all right? Whichever way is fastest. It's better than slinging a bunch of double-decker hammocks down the length of the plane. So. <laughs> Gotta break a few eggs, I guess. <laughs> and, and anything's better than those bicycle seat design that they had a couple of years oh. ago. Oh, God. Oh, gosh. I'm glad I that never those are flew. definitely dead now in the age of COVID-19. I kind of like where they have the deflector shields in the middle seats uh, Mm -hmm. to separate Mm -hmm. you from strangers. (laughs) Keep the man spreaders from putting their arms all over you. Yes! (gasps) You're right! Mm -hmm. It would solve sneezes and man spreading. Mm -hmm. I am am on board. The world's a better place. Yes! Oh, guys, it's time for Just the Tips. Just the Tips. Just the Tips. Just the Tips. <laughs> That's pretty good. Scatting it out. Yeah. I'll, have to, I'll have to work that into the eventual. Uh, Brought to you by Jeff Scatman. I was imagining that in the tune of the Gina Tay commercial. <laughs> Take charge of your life, Gina Tay. Gina Tay. Looks so natural. No one can tell. Just the Tips. <laughs> This gets better every week. Oh, there's so much material. All right, well, uh, this eventually it'll be listenable. (laughs) 
Uh, dear God, I hope so. <laughs> That's the motto for this show. <laughs> T-shirt idea. Uh, write it down. Uh, this week's tip comes from Teresa from Alabama. Let's take a listen. Hi, this is Teresa Perry from Northport, Alabama. One tip that I always tell people is to take a midday break. If you're staying on site, this is super easy to do because you can just use Disney transportation and be back at your resort in no time. You can rest in your room, enjoy the pool, just enjoy your resort, take it easy, get off your feet, and just relax a little bit. If you're not or you don't want to leave a park, at least schedule a table service meal where you can sit down, get out of the weather, the heat, the cold, the rain, however the weather is that day. But you can take a break and sit, enjoy meal, relax, get away from the crowds a little bit, and just rejuvenate. That way, when you return to the park, you're good to go, and you can close it down riding or watching fireworks or whatever you want to do. But the midday break is a game changer. I couldn't agree more. Absolutely. I like to take a break in the middle of the day and maybe drink for seven to eight hours (laughs) and then never go back to the park. (laughs) Yep. Let's have a nice 19 cocktail lunch. (laughs) Our family trips tend to be a little bit shorter, so I have a hard time justifying going all the way back to the resort. But uh, last year when we went, uh, we tried to schedule, we scheduled all of our table service meals for lunch and that really helped the kids to definitely uh, chill cool down and, and calm down for the day. chill out yeah. literally in the summer in Florida because it's, it's really hot. Yeah. When we, when we were doing family trips and went more seldom than I'm able to do now, uh, we were just rope dropped to fireworks people every single day and, uh, that wears you out. But now we're, we've all been enough. We're fortunate to have been enough times that we just go take a break and enjoy the pool in the pool bar, let Wyatt cool down. and Yeah. And honestly, all the resorts have just really lovely pools and great pool bars and mm-hmm. don't want to miss out on all the amenities at your resort. Nothing feels better when you're super hot in Florida than dunking your crotch in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> or the rest of your body. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't have to yeah. just be but especially right sir, there. Sir, keep at, walking in right the there place. at Heat Central. They're like, sir, you're going to need you to put some pants on and get out of here. <laughs> sir, that's not even the pool. This is the kiddie play area. Yeah. Uh, sir, uh, this is the food court. <laughs> get your nuts out of my lemonade. That's my personal <laughs> beverage. <laughs> that's a Coca Cola freestyle. <laughs> you're like, it's okay. I sanitized them. <laughs> <laughs> the chlorine will take care of it don't worry <laughs> don't worry I put a mask on <laughs> I got a little mask yeah, you, did you put it on them <laughs> oh, anyway. on, that, on that note <laughs> take it. Take us down a few patches Heather well yeah this is a downer announcement that uh, you, the US cruise lines have decided to suspend Further suspend operations all the way through mid-September. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. <sighs> Although I don't know who was feeling real good about getting on a cruise ship yeah, before then. You know, honestly, all of them were really hoping to start up sailings in August. Just with uh, a lot of them had just three and four night little Bahamas runs planned. But the Cruise Lines International Association announced on Friday that 
all of its member lines have agreed, and that includes Carnival, Royal Caribbean, Disney Cruise Line, Norwegian, Norwegian Virgin. Yeah, all of them Celebrity. have decided. Yeah. All of them have agreed to suspend operations through September 14th, which it's, oh, it's just a killer. We've, they've been shut down since March 13th. I, I wouldn't be shocked to see it just continually extended through the whole year. Yeah, uh, they, I, I have to agree with that's you. That's what I'm looking not, at. They're dripping really it out so. a month or two at a time mm-hmm. to not get people super mad. But at this yeah. point, I think they're doing it to slow down the... Uh, rate of refunding they're having to do as yeah. well so they can take new bookings for next year and then turn around and give that money to cover this year mm-hmm. they really have to spread out that loss i really hope that we see a strong year next year but i think 2020 is a wash at this point i think 2021 cruising. will start to recover it'll be 2022 before the for consumer cruising. confidence is back in full for sure. force yeah. yeah, there needs to be a vaccine before a lot of people would feel comfortable. I'm working on it. I, um... Come on, Jeff. <laughs> well, what are you doing on this dumb show? Then? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Between the, the podcast and the... Get your ass back out there to the garage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like I got it simmering in the bathroom. Cooking <laughs> up a vaccine. Making my bathtub I vaccine. I keep trying to make it, but it turns out crystal meth every time. I don't know. <laughs> weird. And then I get distracted for some reason. Yeah, my teeth are falling out, but I still got the COVID. <laughs> Well, that took a turn I wasn't expecting. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I say that every week. <laughs> At this point, you really should be expecting it. I really should. Yeah. Maybe you should teach us how to survive a pr- crossing a piranha-infested river, Dan. Uh, yeah, what? I was going to say, you guys remember those piranhas I, yeah, that we were worried yeah. about back at this top of the show? I, I When you mentioned those, I figured there was going to be a tie-in. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm learning to be a real pro here. <laughs> uh, all right, so keep learning. Um, good. Oh. Ouch! Ouch! <laughs> good news, guys. Uh, these the survival tip this week comes uh, from theartofmanliness.com. Uh, good news: piranhas very rarely attack humans. Uh, oh, hooray! Uh, I really, I'm, I really always have been more worried about piranha than mm-hmm. I guess I should. Piranhas and quicksand. Yeah, it's yeah. like yeah, yeah. exactly. It's, Those quicksand piranhas—they're the worst. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> ooh, that's a dangerous combo. Um, uh, unless said humans are already injured or dead. Uh, that's that's oh. the bad news. Uh, fun fact: it would only take about five minutes for a school of piranhas to devour an entire human being. Oh, no. Do they know that? Because if they're not eating us, they're really wasting their time. I, I mean, like, we're delicious. And yeah. yeah. But easy I mean, to eat. Given the choice between a cow and a human being, or whatever wanders in, I don't know what wanders in. I'll choose the cow. Just wander into the rivers in the Amazon. Well, yeah. And uh, that's a good thing. Unless unless you're in South America near a slow-moving, warm river, you don't really have to worry about piranhas. But... Since we found ourselves there, uh, step one, make sure you cover up any open wounds. Piranhas are attracted to blood in the water. Ew. (laughs) Uh, Step two, choose a spot that's away from any fishing nets or where people might be cleaning fish in the water because it smells like, yeah, guts are good food. Um, uh, Number three, try to make your crossing at night when the piranhas are less active. Um, Especially avoid dawn because apparently that's when they really like to eat. Mm-hmm. Tony Orlando knows. Yeah. <laughs> I Only don't think well. I want to be wandering into a piranha infested river at night. <laughs> Step one, use a boat. 
Yeah. <laughs> Don't go. <laughs> uh, and then finally, step four, move as quickly and quietly yeah. through the water as possible to avoid disturbing the resting piranhas. While they're asleep. ass. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then I wanted to give you, uh, to share a bonus tip since we were also worried about, uh, is getting dark soon and the pre- and predators coming out. Uh, uh-huh. uh, so this is how you can judge how much time you have left before sundown. If you're stuck outside without, I guess the app on your phone that tells you when sundown <laughs> is or something. When the um, set. <laughs> yeah. When it's very low on the horizon, it's close. Right. <laughs> uh, so if you hold your hand out in front of you uh-huh. and uh, put the uh, top of your index finger right on the bottom of the sun uh-huh. and then see where the horizon line lands on your fingers. Uh-huh. You count the number of fingers up to f- between the f- horizon and the sun. And each finger is approximately 15 minutes. So if huh. you can get all four fingers between the that's horizons line. That's not sun. how Moana did it at all. This is, <laughs> oh, she's, she was all ours. Mm. Yeah, no, this is for, this is for sun timing. So yeah, each, each finger sun is approximately timing. 15 minutes of uh, sun time. So the old sun time. There you go. <laughs> that's the official term. Sun timing with the gold key adventure society today on NPR. <laughs> Have any of you guys, I know Jeff has spent some time in Gatlinburg. Have any of you guys uh, gone on the Sky Bridge? In I have not. I love Gatlinburg, but I, I'm not a super fan of glass I had enclosures never over this, tall actually. things. The Sky Bridge stretches 680 feet across a valley in the Great Smoky Mountains. It's 140 Mm-mm. feet high. Mm-mm. And right in the middle, they have three glass panels. I'm no. not sure I'd even be able to walk across that. But some jackass cracked it yeah <laughs> yeah this this person decided they were going to do a baseball style slide across the glass panel. do it for the tiktok yeah and Ugh. something something metal on their clothing chipped the glass yeah resulting the in outer layer noticeable cracks they say that it was just the protective top layer that they put on there just as an added safety feature they plus. say they <laughs> say yeah but <laughs> they have shut the whole thing down so that they can fix it I, mm. i've seen lots of bridges like this there's there's a great uh i don't know if it's a tiktok or still a youtube every video media in in asia yeah of them like sort of dragging this poor screaming woman out onto <laughs> I've seen one bridge. Where, have you seen that? I've seen one where they it's like some sort of basically like see-through LED clear screen. LCD screen and yeah. there's like a woman on it and it actually like pretends to break. Oh yeah. So it starts oh, to no. crash. She almost jumps oh. off that bridge out yeah, of here. Like, why would you no, build that in? What is it? <laughs> because it's funny. That is wrong. <laughs> yeah, too much money for your bridge. There's something like this out at the Grand Canyon too. It's mm-hmm. like the glass, the glass uh, observation deck you can walk out on. We went to the um, Willis Tower, formerly Sears Tower, in Chicago, and I went out on that box. And I, I, uh, I was holding on to each corner, and like if the whole thing collapsed, I was just going to be able to brace and hold myself <laughs> there. I don't know why, but I could not not do that but i had to like look straight ahead and go out and like pose for my picture and then come back if i look down it freaked me out but meanwhile wyatt and his friend are I like could. laying and looking down and it like no fear at all and i'm just like Ugh. i'm not even really afraid of heights but Mm-mm. i'm afraid of falling from heights though yeah, yeah. there's something about that my brain just doesn't want to believe that it's okay 
Yeah. I can't stand near edges and I can't watch you stand near the edge of something like up on a parking garage. I used to have jackass friends that would walk around the edges and do this daredevil stuff. And like, I cannot watch you do that. No. Yeah, that bothers me. I think I could do that box on the tower because it's totally enclosed. I know that, but yeah, it was just I thought I could observation deck that would that would freak me out. I don't even like the hot tubs on Disney Cruise Line ships where you look <laughs> down and you oh, can yeah, see that's right. I, I, And I stayed under in a room that was kind of under one of those. And mm-hmm. I basically watched how it would just leak the whole time. I'm like, I'm not getting in that. Usually, though, when you're in those hot tubs, there's so much detritus floating around in there. You can't see <laughs> through it anyway. As we called it, at least there is when I'm in that. As we called it when we got on, it was just basically full of kids to the brim. So I called it kid soup. Yeah. Well, those hot tubs are a lot like a submarine. Full of semen. (laughs) I don't get it, Jeff. What can you explain? No, he does not. Yo, ho. Semen. You're on a boat. So, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks. God, um, <laughs> aye, aye. <laughs> On that note, I'm going to explore the Atlas Obscura again this week, uh, an explorer's guide to the world's hidden wonders. Uh, and we're going to Iowa this week. Iowa. Or some might say Who Iowa. Who wants to go to Iowa? Well, apparently the hobos do. Oh, <laughs> this is getting better. Okay. They got good mulligan stew. Is that Tell what you're saying? Tell me more about the hobos in Iowa. Harmoni- harmonizing around a trash can fire. <laughs> we're, we're going to get to all of Bindle capital actually. of the world. <laughs> well, oh. the tiny town of Britt, Iowa is the home of the National Hobo Convention. <laughs> what? <laughs> Since the year 1900, the town of Britt, which has a population of 2,000, has played host... There's a convention for everything. (laughs) Hobocon? Yeah. Hobos have this, like, really, like, defined, uh, like, society. You can get all the latest knapsack technology. Mm -hmm. Uh, So they've they've hosted the annual National Hobo Convention when the the country's self-defined hobos gather to feast... Parade and elect the king and queen. What? <laughs> yes. And generally stink up the place, I'm assuming. <laughs> There's a king and queen of the hobos? We'll get to that too, and it's phenomenal. They oh, wear a bean no. can as a crown. <laughs> <laughs> Jess, it's a coffee can. You're getting ahead of me. <laughs> Uh, according to the Hobo Foundation, which operates Brit's Hobo Museum, a hobo is defined as a traveling worker, distinct from a tramp, which is a traveling non-worker, <laughs> or a bum, which is someone who neither works nor travels. <laughs> this is convention from 1927. Did you just define the difference between a hobo, a tramp, and a bum? Yeah, would you like me to go over that again? Please. What about a scallywag or a ne'er-do-well? I think I got it. Stuff right. So a, ho- a hobo works. They're not they're not shiftless okay. like those like those bums. Like um, the bums and the tramps. <laughs> the hobo code, which was created in 1889, mandates <sighs> cleanliness, respect for the law, responsible alcohol consumption, and lending a hand to fellow hobos in need. <laughs> Really? <laughs> you can identify them by the freckles on their cheeks oh. and, and the, fingerless gloves. You got to make yeah. sure that that's part of the, the and edict. the shoe polish beard. Well, Your hat one, must have a flap on got the top. A flap up also, yeah. <laughs> uh, the tight knit nature of the hobo community is evident uh, during the four day convention when attendees all camp together in a hobo jungle beside the railroad tracks. <laughs> hobo jungle. <laughs> 
The hobos participate in poetry readings, <laughs> craft shows, and, and a memorial service for friends who have passed on during the year. Oh. Here's the R.I.P. Right, Stinky yeah. Pete. <laughs> Uh, that's it you guys we're going to the hobo convention <laughs> barrels full of mulligan stew a hearty- yes <laughs> did you catch that barrels full a hearty communal hodgepodge traditionally served at hobo camps provide free sustenance for attendees and spectators I'm assuming it's kind of like stone soup where everybody brings something Ew. to throw in the pot and just like a shoe <laughs> If that's all you got, boil it long enough, and that's a scene. Oh, for God's sake! This is the, this is the best thing I've ever heard. Uh, so, well, it keeps getting better. A highlight oh, of no. the convention is the hobo parade, during which the <laughs> during which the candidates for king and queen ride on floats, holding hand-drawn campaign signs. <laughs> The winners, determined by audience applause, receive crowns. Receive- floats are just shopping carts. <laughs> the winners receive crowns made of coffee cans. Pre- Nailed it, Jess. Previous kings include Fishbones, Steam Train Maury, and Scoop Shovel Scotty. Who joined Poop Shuttle Scotty? <laughs> who joined Queen? <laughs> that, was, that was my brother's nickname. And I- <laughs> for, for those listening at home, Jess just fell out of his chair. <laughs> yes, he did. Uh, joined- okay, Jess? Did he fall in a well? <laughs> they, 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 joined the, they joined their Queen's Connecticut Tootsie, Boxcar Myrtle, and Cinderbox Cindy. Connecticut <laughs> 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 the hobo museum is located at 51 main street south brit uh iowa uh the convention takes place over the second weekend of august although i'm going to assume that it's canceled this year although hobos might be immune to the covid just by the nature of their lifestyle just from eating the mulligan <laughs> i can neither confirm nor deny so That's you might want to this has moved from. to the very top of my bucket list <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to attend the hobo convention in Britt, Iowa, we you can are contact, this. You can contact wow. Key to the World Travel for no obligation quote Homework on the vacation of a lifetime. <laughs> figure out your hobo name by next week. <laughs> uh, excuse me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, I guess it's uh, just, a heads up, just a heads up. Just a heads up. Yeah. Uh, wow, mine, next mine week certainly, I am. <laughs> mine certainly yes, pales can you in comparison. Beat the hobos. No, no, they don't let you do that. Yeah, <laughs> you bring your own stick. Though. You gotta beat it if you want to beat it. It's gotta be a train. You can flog a dead horse, but <laughs> yeah, God, I'm 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 making plans to go to that immediately. Oh That's, wow. Um. <laughs> yeah. So today, uh, the, this week, I have uh, more of uh, some more awkward and weird. Disneyland attractions last Yay, week. Hey, we I love talked, those. Last week we talked about the Wizard of Bras and <laughs> his weird predatory which, practices which of leering. I still and, think they need to bring the Wizard of Bras back to Disneyland. Well, you know he's got to be sitting in the warehouse somewhere. Somewhere so he's in the archives. Yeah. Brush him off. He's going to be on prop culture story. next season. Oh, that's right, yeah. great. Um, 
So, but uh, I don't know if you guys knew, but, but Tomorrowland uh, at one point wasn't originally planned uh, to open with the rest of Disneyland due to budgetary reasons. They weren't, they were having trouble coming up with money back then. Disney wasn't the behemoth that it is now. Um, so Walt changed his mind, though, uh, decided to take on sponsors to cover the costs of getting it up and running for the grand opening, much like the many sponsors on Main Street that we talked about last week. Uh, one of the sponsors for Tomorrowland was the Crane Plumbing Company, who sponsored the Bathroom of Tomorrow. What? Oh, <laughs> So this was an exhibit that let guests ogle at a uh, bathroom set in the far-flung future of 1986. <laughs> Ooh, what did the 1986 bathroom look like? <clears throat> uh, well, all of the fi- fixtures were bright yellow, oh. which for some strange reason, except for the bathtub and the bidet, two separate, um, which were plated in 24 karat gold. Mm. Hey, why didn't I have a golden bidet in the 80s? I, yeah, I, I apparently. Robbed. Yeah, yeah, all I had was a poster of Urkel. Yeah, there were, <laughs> we all remember the, the gold-plated bidet fad of the 80s, you know, right, yeah. right. Valley Girl, Bidet, Devo, you know, all that sort of thing. <laughs> um, uh, there, there were also dumbbells attached to the wall so that you could get some exercise in while, I guess, in between taking a crap. Or um, during. It might help. It might or help while. The pumps. I mean, mm-hmm. really need to work it out. <laughs> <laughs> and a leather strap to bite if you really have to push. <laughs> you can yeah, blow an O-ring down. there, buddy. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, 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 there were also uh, a, a, another strange feature was the dramatic story of valves in industry, which was also called the teardrop exhibit. The dramatic story Resident. of valves? In industry. <laughs> this yeah. was an exhibit. Yeah. This is wow. why they don't take on sponsors anymore is that I, we ended up with things like that. I think the Wizard of Bras was more entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> you have to be oh, a little yeah. more selective with your sponsors, I think. Yeah. Maybe not I, the I'm Valve ass- Union. Yeah. I'm assuming it was also called the teardrop exhibit for all the crying children yes, who get had me to out of here. sit through this boring thing. So it, uh, it made it all the way to 1960. And it uh, was closed in 1960 to make room for actually interesting attractions. <laughs> so it's it's hard to follow the hobo convention. It's really <laughs> not as good as the hobos. No, I'm sorry. I, I feel very inadequate this week. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even mention one tramp or bum in your story either. Jess. And I didn't say dick once either. <laughs> Dang it. Every time. <laughs> oh, we have yes. the best runners on this show <laughs> I'm still wow. out of breath from the hobos sorry. seriously nothing will ever top the hobos we need oh, to we do a live broadcast from there from the hobo convention yes oh yeah what was it called HoboCon. Uh, <laughs> it needs uh, to be yeah. I think it was just the, the national hobo convention the national hobo convention is what I heard yeah no. wow <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, stick around, because after the commercial break, we've got more info on Walt Disney World's reopening policies, including details on the theme park reservation system and other good stuff. See you. Come back. Stick around after these messages for more, including my recipe for Mulligan Stew. The secret ingredient is a shoe. When it comes to planning your next adventure, knowledge and preparation are always key. That's why a call to your Key to the World Travel Vacation Planner should always be at the top of your to-do list when you feel the urge to venture forth and explore the world. 
Key to the World Travel is an authorized Disney vacation planner, specializing in travel to Disney theme parks around the world, as well as Disney Cruise Line, Alani, and Adventures by Disney. With over 450 travel advisors who share a deep love for Disney destinations, Key to the World Travel has a wealth of knowledge and passion to help you experience all the magic with none of the work. Wherever your wanderlust is driving you, Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency with the expertise to get you where you want to go. So whether you're headed to Universal Studios, Hawaii, Europe, or somewhere a little farther off the beaten track, your first step should always be to visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a no-obligation quote. Their expert travel planners are standing by to help you with every detail of your perfect vacation. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com or at Key to the World Travel on Facebook. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. And now back to our show. You enter the lounge at Gold Key Adventure Society headquarters to find me surrounded by stacks of paper, maps, and brochures. Along the walls are bulletin boards covered with more photocopied articles and pictures with webs of red string connecting related pieces of information. Guys, I've, I've been in here for four days, but finally, I've cracked the code. Here's absolutely everything you need to know to plan your Walt Disney World vacation once they open back up. At least for today, until until we find things change again. Yeah. yeah, since we're getting new yeah. details as we record this. Yeah. yeah, no kidding. Well, important and most important, just give us the dates that the parks are reopening. All right. So on July 11th, we've got Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom will reopen, and then on mm-hmm. July 15th, Epcot and Hollywood Studios, and also uh, interesting. There's such a gap in between. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm thinking maybe they don't want to open it all in case there's any like hiccups that they want to iron out and mm-hmm. keep it easier. And then they've also yeah. they're also doing uh, annual pass holder previews mm-hmm. uh, for Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom on July 9th and 10th. So the pass holder previews are just those two, right? Yeah, just those yeah, two and just those two days. Yeah. So all the pass holders that want to can go check out and test out all yeah. the procedures. Which uh, which two parts? Animal. Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom. The two hmm. kingdoms. Yeah. Oh. Kingdom of the magic and the kingdom of the animals. And I'm wondering if that's, you know, because Hollywood Studios would probably be the most popular the one. Big since draw it's, on yeah, it's got of the new Star stuff. Wars Town USA. Yeah. And Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Road. Oh, that yeah. ride was open, what, like two and a half a weeks? Hot, very long. A couple it was weeks. it was open long enough for us to ride and then it closed yeah. down as we left. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it was only a couple of weeks. Yeah. yeah. So what do we know so far about the procedure to get into the parks? Not a not a ton, right? We know they're going to be temperature checking. Right. Not exactly sure how. If I really hope like. they'll offer that at different spots at, instead of all yeah, in front of the park. All everybody standing yeah. there in the hot sun waiting to get their temp checked. Yeah, because yeah. I noticed by the um, some of the media that they put out that the little icons they're using on a couple of them are someone using the mm-hmm. forehead. Like checkers. universal is using. right. So I don't know if that was just a simplified way for them to express it visually, mm-hmm. or if that's going to be the way that they do it at the parks, which mm-hmm. seems to me like that's going to be a slow process. We know in Shanghai, they've been using the, the infrared. The infrared. Right. Walk, and that's what I was, yeah. I was hoping that mm-hmm. we would be getting it, that but we don't nice. know yet. So hot, hot resorts, 
we know for sure, at least through the end of the year, that it's going to be DVC only. And I guess now we know that part of that is because some of them are being rented out to the NBA and the MLS. Yeah, I think they wanted to open with limited capacity anyway. And with DVC, they probably are contractually obligated to make those available for the contract holders on the DVC properties. So Mm -hmm. why not start with those seven or whatever it is? And then they do claim they're going to add more, onboard them as is needed, as is needed and as crowds can bear. I guess it's all a wait and see approach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Frustrating as really someone who's trying to sell travel for sell people. Their product. They're really pushing online check-in. They want you to use online check-in and then also elect to do the direct room option so that you don't have to go to the front desk. Yep. I yeah. do really like that. And that's something Universal hasn't done yet. You still have to go to the front desk at Universal's resorts to check in and get a key. You know, I was thinking about it. Universal, as you enter the hotel, they scan your forehead and give you a wristband to you know, say that your uh, temperature is normal. Then you can move about freely about the parks, the city walk and the hotel. But with Disney, there's so many hotels that have fully exterior entrances to the rooms or the specific buildings. Yeah, there aren't true. all central entry points the way there are with uh, However, Universal. now that you bring that up, all the DVC resorts, have we thought about that? Those all have a central lobby that you have to go through. I wonder if that's part of it. Hadn't oh. even thought about that until you mentioned it. Well, they're that, also being... Places like Moderates have, you know, your door to your room. Yeah, you, don't you have could, to go through Because you can park right by your building in the different... You know, like, uh, and I would, I mean, I'd assume that they should be doing these at the resorts too, because they Mm -hmm. are, they've already explicitly said, if you don't have a reservation to stay at that resort or to eat at an open dining location, you're not getting onto that resort. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Um, for, for right now, the only people who've been allowed to make reservations at resort restaurants are people who are staying. mm -hmm. And that makes sense. That would be ridiculous to fill it up with locals. And then the people staying in that resort can't eat there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. With the reduced capacity that they're working on, for yeah. sure. A little bit other for check in there. They are still going to send your your bags to your room, but you can't go with the cast member. This is something that we found out this week. So uh, Jeff and I actually got to see the whole park reservation system in action. And it's the fast pass system, folks. <laughs> it looks exactly like making fast passes. Same same sort of procedures. You pick your group, you pick your day, you pick your park. It makes sense. They already had that system yeah. built. Just change yeah. change yeah. far less of the code and add it to the system that already exists. Yeah. And so for the foreseeable future, I mean, we're talking right now, they're prepped for all the way through next year, all, all of 2021. You're going to need park reservations to go to a park. And we know for right now there's no there's no park hopping. They said right now when they first open, uh, they're still trying to figure out how they can make park hopping work. So they say it is going to come back. They just don't know when it could come back sometime in 2020. We don't know. They are you are going to be able to buy a park hopper for next year. You can't right now. Uh, so it's interesting to see you know how they're figuring that out. How do they do that with a park reservation system? Do you have a percentage of reservations that are allowed to be park hopping reservations? 
How does it work? Do you make a reservation in one park and then you're going to need another one for another one? I think I think they're still trying to figure all that out. So who knows how long that seems be. weird. They have to check I mean, availability yeah. as you leave the park. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I, honestly, I feel that they have been trying to figure out a way to do this for years. If you look at the way that they've mm-hmm. sort of gone with technology, it's been to tell them where you're going to be at any given time on your vacation so that they can plan accordingly, staff accordingly, move things around. Absolutely. And I, I have a feeling that we're not going to see this system go away anytime. Yeah, soon. it'll probably relax and be a lot more uh, more availability. Yeah. Right. But I think that we're going to be telling Disney at least what parks we plan to go mm-hmm. to because, you know, now they can't track it with FastPass and currently they mm-hmm. can't track it with Dining. So at least this gi- yeah. and this gives them an, a, a pinpoint as to how many and who's going to be there. So and fast passes are the way they're still putting it is for the foreseeable future. Fast pass plus is gone. But what, what do you all think? I think it's gone for good. I think, I think it's gone to reset. I think, I think they'll it needs go to be gone. do something similar to Max Pass, which mm-hmm. is yeah. for anybody that doesn't know this Disneyland's procedure. And it works like an electronic version of where you used to go pull your paper tickets. So you can do it mm-hmm. from your phone. You don't have to run over to the attraction, but you get one as soon as you use it or within a window of your use time, yeah. you can grab another. And that, and that works great other than running around. Them. Yeah. So if you, you can do all that from them. your phone. Yeah. You, yeah. you book it when you're in the park, you can't get one until you, they use geofencing and you can't, yeah. you can't even get one until you're inside the park. Makes great. One sense. thing I was thinking about with that though, is are they going to, keep it at a similar price point or that's, that's going to add yeah. up awfully quick once you, cause people go to Walt well, Disney world for a lot longer. I bet they do it for tiers, mm-hmm. a free level and then a something else version. No. Yeah. Because it, with it, Disneyland, you still can use the fast pass system. You don't have to pay for max pass lets right. you do it from your phone. Otherwise, you're going. Oh, that's right. They still, still have the go, paper yeah. Ticket. They still have the. It's not really a paper ticket. You go to the the machine and you, you scan the your ticket. Scan your, your barcode. Or, or, yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, so then you're still having to actually visit each attraction, but that's the free level. And then Max Pass, you're paying for the the ability to do it from anywhere in the park. And the premier annual passes, it's included on there. I think right. Mm-hmm. And. I don't know. It just did the so many of the things that they came out with this week and, and a big one that was a, a tip off for me that we may be seeing the end of Fast Pass Plus is they're no longer going to be providing free magic band. They will still sell the collector's uh, editions and especially themed ones. And you can still use the ones that you had. But everything else, you can use your phone for it. Open your door to pay to all of that. And that's already, it's just an RFID chip in your phone or in your band or whatever. So, And they're going back to, if you say you don't, if you don't have a magic band and you don't want to use your phone, they'll give you a little plastic card with a, with an RFID chip. And what is that card called? A key to the world card. That is correct. Weird. They're yeah, you going back think- to the key to the world cards. You got to think that the amount of money spent by disney just to send those free ones out mm-hmm. to everybody that booked a package saver. oh yeah this is an easy cut for them to recoup yeah. a little bit i've so. always been shocked that they didn't have you opt in or out on those because I so mean, so many people who just have dozens of them that they just so many yeah, we have agents actually that have um made christmas tree like the paper chain loop chains out of their things out you of drape magic around of magic bands yeah, I, I could almost do that. But sitting I, in my closet. Yeah. It yeah. just, it feels like this 
the pandemic has become an excuse to reset back to before my magic plus and all that stuff mm-hmm. launched. It's like yeah. it was a $2 billion project that and I don't know how many people really have ever loved it. Who loved having to book fast passes two months before you went? I liked, I liked knowing I was going to have a certain things mm-hmm. ahead of time, but I sure. didn't like the fact that beyond those three, you, it was almost impossible to yeah. to do anything. And you couldn't have such a great plan that you could pull more or anything. You just really couldn't yeah. do it. I also loved that you did not have to be running from ride to ride anymore. That mm-hmm. was great. But Max Pass fixes that too. If you're willing to pay the extra money to not have to run from ride to ride. And it has gone up in price, wasn't it? Five dollars a day. When it I think it went up right away. It was five, 10. and then it jumped to ten, yeah. like within. That's how it was. Fifteen. A couple of months. It's fifteen now. Yeah. Well, it maybe 15 it was ten now? and jumped to fifteen. It's fifteen. Yeah, now, it was yeah. ten, and Oof. it went up to fifteen. Yeah. Honestly, like I love the Magic Bands, and even if I have to buy a new one, if I lose all my old ones, mm-hmm. I would keep. I would rather keep using that over my phone. I don't Me too. Pull my phone yeah, I do like time. using a Magic Band, and, and I'll keep doing it for sure. I like it, and mm-hmm. I like connect, collecting the different designs and yeah. you know all the orange bird stuff I can get because I'm too fat to wear their t-shirts, and their t-shirts are shitty and they shrink. So <laughs> I just buy magic bands because my wrists haven't gotten any bigger. Yeah, but do you, if you combine the the new park pass system with the with something like Max Pass, it really changes the experience, and I I think for the better. Keeping the park pass system certainly will be a way for them to track and control capacity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, the, uh, the staffing accordingly part is really good because mm-hmm. we—I'm sure we've all been there on days when they just clearly got caught with their pants down, and they're—they're way too crowded for the amount of cast members there working, mm-hmm. and things just yeah. do not go smoothly at all. They can't mm-hmm. handle the lines. Fast pass numbers were always skewed. I've seen more times than not the fast pass line for. Space Mountain goes all the way past the Tomorrowland uh, overpass. Oh yeah, there. the fast pass line, absolutely. And that's that was one of the problems inherent in the whole fast pass system. It just wasn't working. It wasn't making any lines any shorter anymore. Mm-hmm. Really, yeah. Unfortunately, this the the situation in the world right now is going to cut capacity for a long time. I think it's going to be a few years before we get back to the kinds of crowds we were all getting used to because yeah. consumer economically, even, even once we have a vaccine and the pandemic has passed, um, everything that's been done in the last few months has, has so depressed to the economy that there's going to be a lot of people who can't afford to go for a while. Um, so that's going to keep crowds down, but it's, a, it's, it gives them the opportunity to, to come out with things like this to see about, to, to prepare for when we're back. You know, mm-hmm. I hope we're back to these, economic levels by 2022 but i I don't know it's really it's hard to say how long i think we can rebound quickly if things work out with a vaccine but Mm -hmm. i don't know certainly but we've got to get there's so many people who have to get their jobs back and how many of them are going to get them back and some of that stuff it's 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 going to take some time it's going to happen but it's going to take a little time and hopefully they can use this time to just kind of reset. Planning for a trip right now feels a lot like way 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 back to like two thousand six. Two thousand six, yeah. Yeah, that was the that was about the first time I had gone back to Disney since I was like younger. Mm-hmm. Was in two thousand seven, and every time I I've gone since it was in September of two thousand seven. So it was like 
30 people in the park back then, you know, mm-hmm. that was, yeah. kids were in school that time. Yeah, we went in February of 2007 was my first adult mm-hmm. trip. We took yeah. my son when he was five. It was, oh, it was yeah. so good. Yeah. And there's parts of the My Magic Plus stuff that I like. Like Dan mentioned, I love the Magic Band. I love being mm-hmm. able to unlock the door and charge things and that sort of thing. I think the My Disney Experience app, a lot of it is great. Making dining reservations right in there is nice. Yeah, I think the, them. the organizational part mm-hmm. of it and the, the resources, maps. Uh, the maps yeah. and the and the menus and all of that. Yeah. I really love that. Yeah. And even Mobile being ordering able to rocks. manage your, yes. yeah, even being able to manage your fast passes was great it's just the whole making them 60 days out yeah. i didn't like and they seem to be releasing too many like yeah. and putting speaking them on of that don't need speaking of things that are 60 days out dining reservations yes yeah. that is now going from instead of 180 days six months out they're going to 60 days out also which is like a uh, disneyland yeah love mm-hmm. that yeah. and i love, love that because People are like, where do you want to eat? Like, we haven't booked a flight Six or anything. Out. You got to figure yeah. out where you want to eat. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah it's, that, that bugs me. <laughs> I have a hard enough time getting anybody to decide what they want to eat yeah. three hours from now at dinner time today. Yeah, I'm going to have chicken nuggets. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Speaking of dining, there are some some significant changes coming there. Uh, buffets, I think we all know, are going to be a thing of the past for mm-hmm. a while. There, we were speculating a few weeks ago that maybe they'll go to something like family style, and it seems like that is what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, um, I figured either that or cafeteria style, mm-hmm. where they serve you, you pick out what you Both want behind them, yeah. plexiglass, and then they great. serve it. We thought character dining was going to be completely a, a non thing when they they reopen, but they are looking at opening character dining. Uh, Topolino's Terrace will have it right away. Topolino. Then, um, I've read that they are thinking about some of the other ones as well, that they'll go to family style and still be able to have some kind of character dining experience. Do we have an explanation on why that's the one they chose to start with? It seems like a weird DVC. Choice. I think, oh, because, yeah, yeah because it's at, it's the one that's already at a DVC property, mm-hmm. which is definitely opening. Um, we're still not quite sure about some of the, not the, they have oh more God. of a performance procedure there too. Mm-hmm. They come out and they That's promenade true. and they do the little show. They have the and routines and it's not so much like hanging yeah, out at people's tables. I'm curious at that one. how much they will be at your table. I think That's what I was going to say. Is I think you can see them. Yeah. yeah. I can't see them like, you know, getting in your face and down in your food and stuff. I mean, but. could they become <laughs> to your table, but no longer no. being like a, a, you're not going to be able to pose with them sort mm-hmm. of thing. They could come and. You could take a photo from your seat of, I don't know. I'm curious to see what that's going to look like. Yeah. They have implemented a check-in via your app thing now. So you don't have to go to the host stand. So you can open my Disney experience and say that I'm here. And then it'll alert you through that when your table's ready. Be nice to see right. have, see them do the menus that way, like at Universal too. Yeah, the Universal nice. system for menus. Yeah, great. well, they they're going to have um, scan codes at the restaurants, so you'll just yeah. be able to point. Oh, point good. Your phone That's at what it Universal is doing. Okay. Scan a QR and the menu pops up. Yep, they're going to do that. That's great. This like is why Nana's going to have trouble because she can't yes. do that from her Cricket flip phone. <laughs> holding the iPad up. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> what do I do? Uh, we Did we get, Jess, is there a list out there of um, what restaurants we think are for sure going to be open? At there the is. Yeah, there's an extensive one of. Well, so there's one on the we haven't gotten an, site. 
we Disney? haven't gotten a, a an, an official Disney's here's the restaurants, but we have gotten a list of the staffs that they have. Yeah, the uh, Restaurant recalls. Workers yeah. Union has put out a list of all of the recalls for workers. So based yeah. on that, and it it sticks to mainly the DVC resorts um, and some. Uh, of sort so of the- I've on the in the know before you go. And this is a great thing. We should put the link to this on our Facebook page. They have implemented this uh, site on on their and it is ever website. changing. Yes, yeah. they're it's they call it the know before you go, and it has all of the stuff that's happening. And they this is the first thing they update to let you know uh, when when what you know procedures have changed and that sort of thing. And I just found one that says it has a list oh. of dining. But I keep scrolling and I'm not seeing it. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably writing it as you're reading yeah. it right now. <laughs> it's like a, a Google sheet that's being updated as you, you scroll. Know, hey. you go. So it may be that you need to click on every single resort hotel. Oof. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. Mm. So they have a list of all the all the resorts that are opening. And then if you click on it, it will tell you what amenities in what is opening. And we were, were we were talking about we were a little worried about what's going on for Bay Lake Tower because there's really no dining or anything in Bay Lake Tower. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Without they crossing are, the bridge into the contemporary mm, canyon. They are opening the Wave and the Contempo Cafe and the Cove Bar over at Contemporary and the two gift shops over at Contemporary. Well, that's why I was surprised that they yeah. were doing Topolinos and not because I, I had heard about those ones. So why why not open up uh, Chef Mickey's? Well, they've been trying to shut Chef Mickey's down for a while to do a refurb. So maybe oh, yeah, this maybe true. they'll take the time to do that. Yeah, that would be great. Chef um, Mickey's looks like the restaurant they used to hang out in on Saved by the Bell. It's so dated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah just the scrolling, max. just scrolling yeah. through this. There's going to be a lot of food and beverage open at all the resorts. I don't think we have a, a good idea yet of what is going to be open in park. But I think uh, if we go by that union tweet of who's been recalled, it's quite a lot in the parks. It's it's just about all their food and beverage. Mm, I know um, some Tomorrowland areas haven't yeah. been called. called yeah. Yet. But some of those, you know, it's still any of the table service, it's going to be limited capacity. So getting yeah. a dining reservation right now is going to be. You're going to need a good travel planner to help yeah, you with that. Absolutely. So food and wine, Jess, tell us about food and wine because <laughs> so, it's happening. Yeah, That's well, the festival they do Epcot's, in the fall, right? Yeah, <laughs> we're getting Epcot's it's Flower me. and Wine Festival. <laughs> yes. Super size, yes. Mega Max <laughs> to the extreme. Um, yeah, I so like starting call it the flower, and, <laughs> flower wine and wine is awesome. It's uh, so yeah, we're we're getting the food and wine festival starting on July fifteenth, the day they open Epcot, <laughs> the day they open, and going through what they say is the fall. So yes. we're talking into November, December. I'm this telling you, this is going to be the biggest, longest yeah. food and wine festival uh, ever. Well, it, when they announced that they were opening all four parks, I was extremely surprised that they were opening Epcot, yeah. but. And now that they have They've said that they're all doing that this, flower and garden merch. They're gonna have, still yeah, move. they're gonna have well, that's thing, yeah, areas so. of food and wine now. Yeah, yeah, that's so it's gonna be some sort of weird hybrid of the two. Yeah, because they're, they're have, putting a lot of those topiaries back up, right? Yeah, so the Remy what? topiary things like that, including uh, yeah. flower and garden merchandise, is gonna be available. Um, well, because what that festival, flower and garden, was open for. What about two weeks? weeks right? Two weeks, yeah. If that oh, less yeah. than ten days, it opened the day we were there for, or the week we were there for Mickey's. That's uh, and then yeah, runaway like railway, ten, right? About yeah. ten days it was open. So. <laughs> 
And I was out here. I was upset because I forgot to get one of those honeybee cups. But apparently oh, they're going to yeah, be there for three can. years. So, you know, <laughs> it's OK. You can get one. I can get hey, one when I go back think, in 2023. Do you think we can get our orange bird magnet? OK, so here's something that, that they but... have made an announcement that oh. um, annual pass holders will be receiving a special magnet in the mail this <gasps> year. Oh, they're going to mail us Orange Bird, I hope, I hope. I don't know if it's going to be the Orange Bird one. I was I was lucky enough to pick one of those up. I wouldn't be surprised if it's one that oh, they wait, are I don't even get my pass holder emails. I'm sure they're not going to remember to mail me a magnet. <laughs> I only get them spor- sporadically, so I don't know. So that would be because they don't want to have a cast member standing there handing you a magnet. That's yeah, they, they, they framed it as, you know, oh, yeah. you know, take the magic home. But I really believe it's, I've stood in those lines. It's so that they don't have to have a switchback outside of oh, the man, fake mouse gear. Those lines are already long without social distancing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's horrible. Um, But they're going to have 20 signature global marketplaces um, Mm -hmm. to go along with it. No Eat to the Beat concert series. Um, Foreigner and the Baja men couldn't be reached for comment. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Mark McGrath from Sugar Ray Crow. They will not be letting That's his one gig of the year. No. <laughs> Who let the dogs out without a mask on? That's yes. it. They had it all ready to go. They're all very sad about it. <laughs> Who let the bats out? <laughs> so, but they're gonna they're gonna have the mariachi cobra and um, the jammeters perform at the America uh, the Garden stage. So, yeah. yeah, they're gonna be performing at the stage. Yeah, they're, that's the thing. They're gonna have the normal Epcot um, entertainment uh, performing throughout the day, oh, various times out. At, at the theater. But but they're just gonna make you spread. That's out good. So crowds it. don't just yeah. congregate. Slobber all over each I mean, I, I, the Jammeters and Mariachi Cobre are great, but I really don't believe that they're going to have a huge enough crowd that they're going to no, have to space think, them out. To, I think that that's seats. probably the... Yeah, Jammeters! I mean, it's not like, you know, 80 boomers crammed in to watch Christopher Cross or something. But you know. <laughs> I will fight you. Christopher Cross Sailing rules. <laughs> all right, ASCAP's going to call us. <laughs> so uh, tell me about Spaceship Earth. It's open. It's round. It's going to be open it. and ain't nothing changing on it. Ain't it's going to be dark. Changing. It's going to be open and it's going to be. Still yeah. going to be Dame Judy Dench. Yeah. The Still grand and miraculous experiment. Doesn't it seem like they dis- could distance record a new narration at least? Right. Yeah. I was I was looking forward to them changing the stupid little screen on those on those cars that oh, is yeah. working on technology from 1982. Yeah. They had four yeah. months to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll be looking at the uh, the vacation of the future with your badly photoshopped head mm-hmm. onto yeah. characters for a little while longer. I, I love Spaceship Earth, but I was looking forward to an update. So. What do you think the odds on uh, Space 220 are? <laughs> I have no idea because I don't know how far along they were on that. Uh, I mean, it was built. They were. Yeah, it was they done. Were, they were, and it can be a great convention space for, you know, that they rent out to people, which is yeah. probably what will happen. On the other hand, how about poor old Mary Poppins? Oh, she's gone. Ooh, I think she's been killed by the that road. ride has been killed so many times now, like yeah. four really or five sad. at least. Yeah. What yeah. about Moana? You think we're going to get to have a Moana water adventure? Not yeah. unless mm. they had already started it. <laughs> yeah, I doubt. Yeah, I think. I think the, the foreseeable only future, all things I mean, we're, that weren't very close. Yeah, on construction. I am so curious about what's going to happen in the front of that park because. It's going to be a really nice grassy area. They tore the whole middle of it out. Buildings, yeah. They need to just leave Future World closed, only run World Showcase, well, but and then you keep can't on ride building. The ball. 
Who cares? Well, <laughs> but if they, they don't have attractions that they, can yeah. turn I think they are going to just leave the whole middle of they it don't. closed. They were planning on putting a beer garden there where the fountain used to be. So they can still, mm. that's inexpensive and some yeah. beer company will pay for it or something. So what do true. we think about that? that that'll double, be a huge money generator. But like that, that double decker park yeah. thing, that's not going to make any money. That's gone. Yeah. yeah. I don't see it happening unless, yeah, yeah they, they kind of turn back to the old style of bringing on sponsors for everything. And mm-hmm. I wouldn't put it past them if we, you know, sure. see Monsanto return to the parks. <laughs> oh, no. Next to the land. Genetic the land engineering platform brought Monsanto. to you by. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've just seen sponsorship after sponsorship drop recently, though. I don't think they're going to. I think it's a harder sell to get anybody to sign on for the amount of money they want. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does a. Uh... A car company still sponsored Test Track? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Chevy. still Chevrolet. Yeah. Now it's Chevrolet specifically. Yeah. yeah. So looking at how people are going to go about tackling a Walt Disney World vacation again, what what do you think uh what do you think it's gonna look like? And we talked a little bit of about it when we were talking about the stuff that's going away. Um they just came out with another uh Really, what? Just a few minutes ago, another yeah. announcement about attractions and yeah, literally while we're recording this on Saturday yeah. morning, it seems like they have some kind of a, a alternative to parades. What you what did you say that where they were? So they the- they use two different words in there. At one point, they call a cavalcade, mm-hmm. and then they also <laughs> say that in World Showcase at Epcot, there's going to be some sort of procession, and then they also refer to mm-hmm. the fact that you will be running into characters. As you traverse the parts, which to me, I'm like, well, well running into them Disneyland. from a distance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, they were doing that at uh, when we were at Universal Studios specifically is where I noticed it. But they had Shrek was standing in a place where you could walk by and he would wave and interact. Yeah. But he was mm-hmm. behind the hedgerow kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And the yeah. Scooby-Doo and the gang have been on that little stage that's in front wearing of the, the drive-in theater. And the yeah. Simpsons are in there van like waving and stuff but they mm-hmm. don't come out so it does look like most of the most of the attractions are going to be open and they, that's the very first line of this as most attractions will be available at each park mickey and minnie's runaway railway rise of the resistance which you no longer will be having to get a boarding group for <laughs> which is great hmm. uh, magic kingdom classics such as seven dwarfs mine train space mountain pirates of the caribbean those are all they're not doing back. boarding groups it's just standby line yeah arrives because what do we of, even think that the, looks like they never had know, one <laughs> because park yeah because park capacity is going to be so limited huh. and they're going to be using the fast pass queues mm-hmm. for extra uh, space, oh so. right yeah. Like this time travelers, please take note that the iconic spaceship Earth attraction at Epcot will continue to be available in its current space, in its current state. <laughs> current Sorry. state, which while is we, they, while we pause half the animatronics the have been removed. <laughs> yeah. This just says that they're pausing the planned refurbishment, but I think it's going to be paused. They're for pausing until the ever, 60th ever anniversary. Yeah. yeah, that's kind of like how uh, uh, 20,000 Leagues was never officially. Yeah. Uh, Our characters will appear in new and different ways that bring a smile to your face while also being mindful of physical distance. Video screens. Cavalcades (laughs) down the Magic Kingdom parade route. A cavalcade, is it? That That is a parade. That's a parade? Yeah, they've always called the rainy day cavalcade that. And I was like, it's just a minor parade. Yeah, it's probably float They're probably just walking. They probably won't let you congregate. So that it's not 
something so big a deal that you want to do that. Yeah, yeah I'm curious on that. And then, yeah, you, they just talking about how you be prepared to, for surprises of characters just <laughs> through space in Tomorrowland. You might see the famous Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> Jump yeah. out from a bush. Yeah. <laughs> well, they also said that at Animal Kingdom, something about the characters being on the water. Mm. Like it said oh, something about yeah. them being in the waterways, which I mean, Rivers of Light can't be. It can't be any worse than Rivers of Light, so that sounds good to me. <laughs> Maybe they'll that get the uh, what's <laughs> what's the that stupid blinking light river show they used to do that looks like the parade on water. They'll get those floats and yes. oh, the, run yeah, them, the electric run water pageant. Yeah, the water pageant. I hear about um, like they'll put characters out there yeah. on blinking lights. You'll meet me out back by the water because we've got to fight about just, that. One. That is one of the things that has been suspended. Yeah, they don't want but people why? gathering at the hotels oh, and the was, to watch. Who was gathering in groups to watch? I remember eating at Narcusi's one time, and that thing came by, and I. Out of a restaurant full of 300 people was the one person that stepped, yeah. <laughs> stepped out <laughs> to watch out it. To look at it. Yeah. Um, it, I'm, I'm curious about what um, Batu is going to look like. Are the stormtroopers still going to march around? Yeah, it's said that you'll still guess, see. Or it, will they be? Because often you see them up on the top of buildings, yeah. not you know down around i mean they're I that, they don't let you touch them or get near them too much true. anyway and they and are wearing masks mask on them yeah. it'll probably be like they during they're doing at disney springs where they're up on the the balconies yelling at you about your mask mm-hmm. and things like that and you will we will be six feet apart and, buster I, I don't know if they have specifically said you have to keep it on when you're on the rides but i'm guessing that like universal you will need to have your mask on when you're on so, the rides as well should we take bets on how long Rise of the Resistance will be open before it completely shuts down because one of the vehicles rides across a paper mask and Somebody just threw their shuts mask it down? Oh, no. Yeah. Every five minutes, I swear that's going to happen. Oh, I can tell you, oh, something no. as simple as a water, bo- water bottle can nearly shut down Hagrid's ride at Universal. <laughs> so you never know. How do you what, know such a thing? I, I don't know. It's anecdotal. Anecdotally <laughs> saw it fly off of off my son's pocket. it from a hobo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, he was more of a bum. <laughs> he, didn't, yeah. he didn't have a job. <laughs> uh, we talked about park hopping suspended for now. I think, yeah, I think they'll bring that back. But uh, the great part that that we were excited to find out this week is that they're they are already starting to plan for for next year for 2021, and in a few days they're going to open up booking for 2021. Yeah. Um, Mm-hmm. It's going to look a little different at first. They're they're not bringing the dining plan back right away. I I think that I has really do think that of, will return. Yeah, it's yeah. A got a much better chance of coming back than Fast Pass Plus because it's a huge money maker. Fast Pass Plus makes nobody any money, but uh, no, and it's a pain in the dining butt. plan. Definitely does. Because uh, believe it or not, some people pay for all these meals and don't even wind up eating them all. Yeah, I think the money that or they the make snack. from unused snack credits, yeah, it's it's got to be. I don't know who these people are. I eat all my meals and then leave <laughs> with a. I bring an extra suitcase to bring home my snacks. I'm all always like at the front desk. Snacks. Can I add any credits on, please? Mm-hmm. Just a couple yeah. more. I come home with seventy five Rice Krispie treats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that. Uh, they have that sort of spicy Chippendale snack mix. Mm-hmm. That stuff is good. Mm. Uh, VIP tours are only suspended in July. They are coming back in August. 
I think a lot of us are wondering if a VIP tour will get you park hopping. They did say there was going to be some changes they were going to announce about how the tours would work. And I'm wondering if it's because currently if you do an individual, meaning your group of 10 or whatever, uh, guided tour vip tour they drive you from park to park in a van so i don't know if they'll be able to do that Mm -hmm. that's a good point have we heard our minivan is going to be working when they open they will not be working no minivans not for now but the rest of the transportation buses yes uh monorail which is weird yes minivan no bus full of disgusting people yes a minivan is just your group right yeah not i had heard that that monorails have not been officially approved yet i also mm, think we heard that no skyliner wasn't officially approved but we did see that it was running the other day so that's another sort of question mark yeah i wonder if they have to run it like they do the rides kind of emo type of thing just to, yeah, just, yeah just to keep it going that's you a know? good point it's probably same with the monorail because if you think about mm-hmm. the skyliner i mean maybe they could t- train somebody to run in and like <laughs> sanitize it yeah. before it like leaves the platform and get you on still but it mm-hmm. seems weird, yeah. or install one of those mister systems with lysol yeah yeah <laughs> make sure nobody's in there yeah <laughs> <laughs> my eyes <laughs> uh, mommy it tastes weird <laughs> or or they load alternate ones and the empty one the cast member gets on sanitizes it gets off at the next stop where a party gets TM. Bob, give us a call. We got 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 plans for you. We got this. They also had that, we we had that report on the Hilton property that was testing out these ion uh, sanitizing systems where it was just like a blast of ionized air Mm -hmm. that sprayed in the room. Yeah, and they've got (laughs) infrared, is um, not infrared, uh, UV sanitizers. Mm -hmm. They make those for your phone. It's called phone soap. You put it in and close it and the UV lights kill everything on your phone yeah just install some uv lights in the top of the car and boom bob's your uncle i wish bob was my uncle yeah. <laughs> uncle bob Iger, not jpeg <laughs> yeah no <laughs> uncle big toe poor poor jpeg poor barney rebel <laughs> well we're we're headed down there for the for the reopening so we're, yeah. we'll have a report for everybody as soon as that happens i'm i'm excited um, I'm cautiously optimistic. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think about uh, that the 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 above and beyond that that Disney's sort of taking with all of this has to put being at one of the theme parks pretty high on the list of safer spaces to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, if they, if you're worried about it, I, I would think that you probably have a, a lesser chance of of something there than you would go into yeah. the gas station. I, I really sure. think the two safest places you could be, it would either be at uh, Disney World or Universal or at the yeah, Hobo Universal Convention. Or the Hobo <laughs> Convention. Because <laughs> Mulligan Stew kills everything. <laughs> <laughs> you just rub a little bit on there and it'll make you right. Tanky, stinky Pete. You got it. <laughs> I'm just going to be over here next to the campfire if you need me. Well, thanks, Stinky Pete, for hanging out with us again this week. Uh, if you're excited to get back to the most magical place on Earth or maybe uh, the National Hope yes. Convention or anywhere else around the world, Key to the World Travel has a jungle cruise boat full of expert travel planners who are ready to make your vacation dreams a reality. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com to get started with a no-obligation quote. Don't forget to catch up with our friend, the Theme Park Professor, for all the latest theme park news and tips at www www.themeparkprofessor.com Word of mouth is always the best way to grow our show. If you've got a friend or two who you think would appreciate our special blend of blend. <laughs> Some days it is. Our special <laughs> <can> slip there. <laughs> 
If you have a friend or two who you think would appreciate our special brand of globetrotting jackassery, I'd really appreciate it. I'd really appreciate it if you could send them our way. Can't wait to hang out with you again next week. And we'll see you. Bye, everybody. Don't wash your shacks in river water. That flows. To ask a question or share your travel story, you can reach us by smoke signal, carrier pigeon, or send an email to goldkeyadventurers at gmail.com. And make sure you follow the Gold Key Adventure Society on Facebook and Instagram. A huge thanks to our sponsor, Key to the World Travel. For all your travel planning needs, visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a free quote and help planning the trip of a lifetime. Tell them the Gold Key Adventurers sent you. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Thanks to Outer Vibe for the use of their song Hoka Hey for the intro and outro of our show. Find them on Facebook at The Outer Vibe or check out www.outervibe.com for tour dates, music, merch, and more. We'll see you next week for another meeting of the Gold Key Adventure Society. And until then, remember, life is short and the world is wide. So go have an adventure.